The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. It's another round of not talking movies with Ron and Mean Gene, formerly known as Talking Movies with Ron and Mean Gene, formerly known as Talking Movies with Ron. And uh, that was when Gene was just like a wallflower, you know. And now he's like, it's like the next well, Howard Stern. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. You, Howard Stern's producer. I think he's still under anesthesia there. Uh, he's kind of mumbling. I have no idea. Uh, how are you feeling, Eric? How are you feeling? Uh, I feel uh, really, really fine. Um, outside of just you know the little twinge of uncomfortableness from where the incision is and just jet lag, you know, I I feel fine. There is it's it's really really remarkable to think that you can have a procedure where your kidney capacity is reduced by half. I mean, think about that. Half huh? we just took away half of your kidney power, and you don't even, you don't even notice. I don't. I don't. I can't tell. You can't tell. That's. Uh, I've been following you uh, through the journey in Thank California, you. so I've been mm-hmm. keeping up a little bit. Eric or Gene, you too? A little bit here and there, only because I've been concerned with it. You know, with getting him back yeah. because after all, he is the star of the show. So, well, oh, at, sure, right. At, at this point, I'm actually more in, interested in how Jeffrey's doing. Exactly. Wow. You know, and that's boy. You know, fantastic. And let me just. Uh, described to you because I, I guess I, I didn't know when you get down to it, gentlemen, how, I mean, when they put the kidney in, does it take a while to warm up like an old car? Does it, you know, I mean, how does it, and then the fact that it's, it's a different kidney and a different body, you know, I mean, is there some, is there a learning curve? Well, apparently that can happen. But it did not happen in this case because they actually had to get hands into vessels and connect them, uh, vein, artery, ureter. And they said, um, so it comes out of me. And, and as it's out, its mind starts to lose its color because it's no longer blood's not going through it. So it starts to become uh, less pink. They put it in and then quickly it just it lightens right up. Wow. And uh <gasps> immediately it starts to do what it was doing in my system. And so then they have, uh, you know, the patient has all sorts of, his blood is quite toxic, even though he has dialysis. And and then they have precise instrumentation to be able to look at important levels of toxins that are in his bloodstream uh, because of no kidney function. And then as he urinates, because it immediately started working, he had a catheter in him, um, poison levels just dropping, like like every 15 minutes by a third, an eighth. <laughs> I mean, like remarkable stuff. So cool. And it just, the, the kidney just set up shop and was like, it was like an angry maid. <laughs> it was like, look at this place, it's a mess. It started to like... Uh, clean his blood and uh so you know he was released that the surgery happened two weeks ago wednesday well that would have been the uh the, the second of december he went home on the fifth oh he did december. yeah and nice. uh i saw him a couple days after uh 
very, very far apart because he's taken medicine to compromise his immune system even further uh, so that the kidney, his body doesn't reject it. And uh, he looks like a different person. It's so cool. It's yeah, it's really, really unbelievable. You know, it, it, go ahead, Eugene. Well, it's just it's my guess that with all that prep, the 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 months and months and months of preparation and testing and making sure that they were a match, that's the reason that it works so well. Because you know, I mean, they went through all of this and and found out that your kidney indeed will work with his. So I guess it's a real no surprise that yeah, you know, I yeah, to work. I'm sure that they, 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 they probably had an expectation, but they didn't, uh, I, I didn't ask and they didn't reveal it. So, oh, so they weren't surprised that it, it I, I, I'm not it. sure. I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. They, they, be, because of what you said, they, they probably had a notion, but it just, I had never questioned them about it, right. but man. Um, well, and that's a thing. I just, I kept myself li quite literally in the dark mm -hmm. um, about all of this. I didn't want to, and I had mentioned this before. I didn't want anything to make me to scare me away. Right. You know, because I, I know me and <laughs> and, I, and my body would have tried that. My brain would have tried to fight me on this. <laughs> now, I'll tell you. That day of the procedure, Wednesday, the second. For about 10 hours of time. I was not sure I did the right thing. It sucked. It was so bad. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, well, uh, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say I wasn't sure I did the right thing. I will, I'll say that I, um, I was so uncomfortable that my body was trying to tell me, Oh boy, look what you've done. You know, Oh, this is terrible. You know, I didn't have a second to reflect on the fact that this guy's life was now saved uh, right. so far removed. I, I would recommend this to anybody. If you can just get past that, um, uh, uncomfortable feeling after the surgery, but I thought they left a scalpel in me. I'm not kidding you. Oh, it was so bad. Holy cow. The, uh, I was talking with a, one of the nurses. She was, it's a very sensitive vascular area with full of nerve endings. It's going to be very, very painful. And it was, and, uh, and I didn't, uh, I was really hesitant to take any narcotics and I didn't take a bit of narcotics till about 12 hours into the recovery. And then I did. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so painful. I probably would recommend that if anybody did this, make sure you take the, the, their, the narcotics as often as you possibly can. Don't wait 12 hours. You're allowed to start, <laughs> but it was, yeah. So, but uh, I eventually got through that and um, I walked that uh, like an hour and a half after the surgery was done or a couple hours after I was walking just to get things moving. Um, crazy. You, every, are you like the only guy on the planet that doesn't know what oxycodone is and that it's, well, a, you got it all now. Yeah, and that <laughs> was, and, man. And, and that's what they had prescribed. And, yeah. uh, and it, it did work. Um, but then it, 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 uh, it, um, betrayed me. Yeah, I know um, you spent one morning in the bathroom hugging the porcelain. Yeah, goddess. It was so bad. It was terrible. I could, so that, that tells me that I was done with that. And I was, I haven't touched it since. Um, but man, you have some yeah. left over. I was just going to say, you are, you got the left. I, I disposed of it with the authorities. That's my story. That's okay, story. Yeah, good. That's good call. That's right. Well, and, and I can only imagine, like you said, throwing up while ha having an incision. Oh, that can't couple and oh, yeah. probably hurt more than anything. Yep. I'm just now getting to the point where I can cough somewhat like, <laughs> That was not a real, uh, that's about as far as I can go. Right. But, um, and that's just enough to relieve yeah. the urge of a scratchy throat, you know, but right. it's, uh, 
It's gonna well, be a little. It's gonna be a little wild. Just gotta take it easy. So can I, you see I, this car? What? Is it, is can it a big one? Be- Have you ever seen a C-section? Yes, that's a big Not one. Really? Well, let's see it. Come on. Uh, well, where the C-section is. Well, okay. So, <laughs> I love it. These three right here. Mike's in the way. Slide over to your right. There you go. This is laparoscopic. Okay. They let go into me with robot arms to do the work. Okay. Yeah. So, and then right there. Oh, that's okay. where they went to get it. Yep, that's where Dang. they got it. That's where they I, pulled. That's where they. That, that's a C-section scar, but not got, quite as long. You have four holes in you from this. Yep, three yep. exploratory and one to get. The uh, laparoscopic ones don't hurt at all, but the 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 uh, the bigger one is. It's uh, about two weeks in of healing, but it, it's it's okay. It's open okay. The, open the pod bay door, Hal. Nah, here comes well, the yeah, They cut through some pretty uh, important muscle groups there. That's uh, yeah. part of the the pain. But I I remember you saying something I hadn't re- I've known about a dialysis patient, and that is they don't urinate. Uh, and, and now <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey's got a kidney, and for first time in how many years, he's actually yeah, it's, piss. yeah it's been significant uh, time. In fact, they put so much fluid through that kidney, they immediately started working it. Mm-hmm. He urinated, he passed 16 liters, <laughs> plus eight, eight two-liter bottles oh in one day. <laughs> Holy it feels so good. Oh, oh. And, now, and at this hilarious. point in time, he's still uh, taking medicine, anti-rejection. That's still a long yeah. process. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying yeah. that he'll keep that up. But yeah, no I dialysis. Guess, no, no, no dialysis. He's, uh, he's saved by that. His, um, his, the, mm-hmm. the, the 20 or so pills he takes for anti-rejection, coupled with other pills to they've, you know, they're, they're totally manipulating the system here. They got it down to an art form. And then after a little while, the systems are going to learn to play nice with each other. And then that's going to subside somewhat, uh, that, that, that rigid protocol, if you will. And that's it, man. This uh, transplant team is, oh, I mean, we're talking an army of doctors and a funny story. Um, the, so this all ends and I'm, I'm leaving and I'm getting wheeled out. And I get to a point at UC at the Ronald Reagan medical center with my wife and this nice lady who's pushing the wheelchair and we're at these elevators and there's this young lady nurse. And I would say, I don't know, 28 and just an absolute dream. Okay. The prettiest, prettiest thing next to my wife standing right there. So I'm sitting there in the wheelchair and she looks at me and uh, she goes, hi. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what? And then I go, I go, hi. <laughs> so now oh, we're wow. sitting there waiting for the elevator. Dude. And then she no doubt thinks, all right, he doesn't recognize me. So now I got to say something because he thinks that I'm just like, you know, uh, I'm, I, I'm hitting on an old man and he's probably got a, he's probably got a boner. So <laughs> Which he does. So, so of course. Uh, I'm thinking, about, but I, I'm like, why did she say hi to me? And she goes, I was one of the people that helped operate on you. And I go, oh, oh. I go, that explains it. No one ever says hi to me who's pretty, <laughs> except for my wife. Oh, good. Oh, good tagline. Good. Yes, tag I have line. to say it that way. Save say yourself. It. So, well, it yeah. Must, it must feel good to be home. I see the dogs are excited to have you back. And, oh, uh, man. Sleeping in your bed. I, so, I tell you what, boys. It, uh, how it, long were you gone in, full, in total? 
13 days. 13 days out and back. And no I, problems with the airplane ride or anything? Not that? a thing. And you wouldn't believe it, man. My wife, uh, I Ninja posted days. a picture of it. She gave, she had this shirt made. It's actually, she, she had it made. It said, I don't normally travel during a pandemic, but when I do is to give away a kidney. You wear a shirt like that at an airport, you're a rock star. People were like coming up to me and like, oh my God, is this true? Are you, are you going or are you coming back? I go, I'm going, oh my gosh. And now people are making such a big deal about the, the, uh, the uh, uh, stewardesses, the uh, flight attendants. They're all, oh, they're making such a huge deal. I felt, uh, you know, because I love attention. So wow. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about getting more shirts like that, you know? <laughs> or giving away more body parts, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Eyes, lungs, uh, heart. I was, uh, I was particularly impressed with your uh, plight, to sa- your, your efforts to save the homeless uh, in L.A. Oh, oh. dude, <laughs> this, this, this got to me, man. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, I'm like, because one of the things I always, when I, would, uh, when I worked downtown, I would try to get to know people. So that they didn't feel so, you know, some of these people don't go for like they go go for a week without like even talking to anyone. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to these people. So I I would, and they would never ask for anything ever. No one there asks for anything. So unless you say, Is there anything I can help you with? Do you need anything? And more often than not, well, in fact, there was only one guy who said I could use a few dollars, and he was an elderly man. So I gave him three bucks. But uh, the, the other people are like, I'm hungry. Can you get me some food? I'm like, yes, yes. We'll go get you. So all we did, we had nothing to do. Except <laughs> recover, walk, take your walk and feed the homeless. And, yeah, feed the homeless. Feed the homeless. and then one Larry, the guy with the paint on his face. <laughs> oh my gosh, Larry. That was now, a funny story. Yeah. I couldn't figure out what was up because, uh, he, so I go, so what do you want, Larry? He goes, Chick-fil-A. I go, okay, Larry, I'll get it. So I come back, I give it to him. I go, Larry, we got to get the paint off your face. Have you been breathing paint? And he goes, what? I honestly, because I thought he was spraying the paint into the bag and then breathing it. And then, but I don't know if that's true because it was such a good job. It looked good. Like he went, like he took his time spray painting his face. He so, likes how he looks with the paint on his face. He's yeah. not huffing it. Yeah, I, you know, I also noticed that the, the the marginalized, underprivileged people in in and around Westwood, California, are very knowledgeable on things. These aren't these are people who probably were professors or bankers or lawyers <laughs> at one point, and then something went wrong because I couldn't. Every single one of them. You, I mean, they had a great point of view about the world. No one was dumb. They all mm-hmm. just were like, there was one thing or another that kept them on the streets. Who knows what? But, oh, my gosh. I, I just, uh, yeah, we, we had kind of like a spiritual awakening when it comes to uh, um, helping fellow man while we were in California. It was all part of a big picture scenario for me. And, I, and there no hyperbole whatsoever when I say that. Wow. Absolutely. So, well, okay. Now, because LA County is like locked down now, right? Is where you were yeah. in LA County, right? Yes. Yes. There's thirty thousand cases a day there when we were there. Oh. In one boy. county. One, one county. county. Yeah. So, so yeah. there were no restaurants, no bars, but you could get takeout food at the Chick Fil A, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You sure could. And mm. uh, actually, the level of strictness. Um, in Michigan is more strict than in LA County, despite 
Yeah, you would think it'd be the other way around. No, Michigan is more strict than LA County. Well, are, so schools are virtual in California? Uh, no, no. Some of the schools, some of the kids, a lot of the kids are going to school in Los in California and especially Los Angeles County, which is remarkable to me. Maybe not by now because they did another lockdown late in our trip, but Michigan had already been in that lockdown state before we left. So, Right, and she's extended it now because yep. I'm in Florida where everything's open, okay? <clears throat> yeah, I heard that. Yeah. My, my in-laws <laughs> just left. They've been down. They were down there last week, and they said it's insane. He goes, Although I got to tell you, I, it, more people, masks. more people wearing masks in Florida than do in Michigan. People driving their cars with masks on down here, wow. where, yeah. where I am anyway. So the, the citizens of Florida are taking this seriously, even if their governor is not. Uh, and yet most, you know, we, you drive by some of the outdoor bars and they're shoulder to shoulder, no masks. I, I've been out to eat once at a, uh, with an outdoor patio and the seats were all distanced and the wait staff is all wearing masks. And I, I think the state is taking it more seriously than the governor. I mean, the governor doubled down on not putting uh, more uh, restrictions on. He, he's sort of the anti-Whitmer down here. But, right. uh, but you know, you, you go out on the beach here, you know, everybody's, people are wearing masks at the beach, okay? Uh, so, and everybody's taking their social distancing very seriously. But uh, the restaurants and the bars are open, schools are open, yeah, stuff like that. But Michigan, not so much. Wow. Here, uh, Ron, they made a, uh, there was a lot of coverage of, it, it, it felt, uh, I felt a little like there was some pride in that uh, delivery trucks were leaving uh, Portage, Michigan's Pfizer plant with all of the vaccine to going to our airport and then going to different hubs to distribute uh, nearly 3 million doses. So that's cool. I saw a lady in New York, a frontline hospital worker getting the vaccine. So take a little Started. time. It's yeah, happening. And, and when you were at the UCLA center there, are they dealing with COVID patients at that, that particular? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. They were at capacity for the intensive care. It's, uh, and, and, you know, it's, then it was, uh, it was going over into other areas of the hospitals. So, um, you know, they, it's, it's frankly, I didn't think Diana was going to be allowed in there to visit me, but they did allow, you're allowed one visitor per day, oh, but they, they did allow her in there. But, uh, man, I, um, I can't say enough about how smoothly this went, um, outside of the uncomfortableness when, I was recovering, but that was just because there was CO2 gas in me and I didn't want to take the medicine. But other than that, it was good. They're bloated. Now you know what it is to be bloated. All right. So I guess the question is, when do we get to meet Jeffrey? Yeah, I, I, I recorded an audio podcast with him. But um, yeah, I've got uh, what I'll do is. Um, I mean, there's no hurry, but we would like. Yeah, I, I, he's extremely would. private, extremely private. And we'll uh, put a blue and, dot over his face. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, I would, I, I got to send you some links to his work. I keep okay. talking about it and then I always forget, but I've got, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, if you if you like short films, I mean, his films are like 10, 12, 15 minutes. You know, um, I do. They're, they're all, that's always, uh, it's always a fun watch. So. Hmm. Well, uh, one bombshell in the uh, entertainment industry uh, from Winsa came uh, while you were out, maybe you heard something about what Warner Brothers has decided to do with their movies for 2021. Did you hear that headline? No, I didn't. What? 
they Warner Brothers has decided to take uh, all of their uh, movies that they were going to release in theaters exclusively uh, and put them on HBO Max. And that includes some big blockbusters starting with uh, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas okay. Day and then all the rest of their big movies for the rest of the year. They will be releasing them day and day in theaters and uh, on HBO Max. And so the, the backlash to that has been uh, strong, uh, surprisingly from the creative community and as well as production companies like Legendary Pictures, for example, that is financing the Godzilla versus uh, uh, um, uh, King Kong movie and the new Dune movie uh, to the tune of like $250 million that they've spent to produce these movies. Uh, was not consulted when Warner Brothers said, ah, we're just going to bypass theaters and put them on our uh, our streaming service. And they're going, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> where's that revenue going to be replaced uh, by all of these streamers that are going to sign up for your streaming service? And, 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 you know, creative people like Christopher Nolan going, wait a minute, I don't make movies for TV. I make movies for the big screen, you know, and all of that sort of not to mention the theater circuits that are going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Right. What, what yeah. about us? Yeah. We've been closed. We've been shut down. We need product, you know? So. Yeah, that, that seems like it would be a wow. problem. It seems that, first of all, it seems like not enough people are going to see these movies now. Uh, so, so less people will see them. Well, maybe, maybe not. I, mean, I would I, think I, more would, but they wouldn't really? make any money off them. It could, well, if it. you pay for your $15 a month to, to yeah, Warner but, brothers, you know, then you get uh you get a pretty good value there. Uh, and, and it's like, is Warner Brothers going to keep all that money? Where, where's all that? You know, if they do get a ton right. of subscribers right now, they've got only, you know, a piddly 8 million subscribers and com, uh, compared to hundreds of millions for, you know, Netflix and almost a hundred million for Disney plus and all that. So they got a long ways to go, but it's like, you know, uh, is, is that lining Warner Brothers pockets that doesn't work for the creative community or the, for theater business. Wow. Well, Okay, so that is that is very interesting. And then, you know, for the people those that make those films and spend a lot of money to make them, whatever you said, those budgets for those films, you know, um, some of them might even have money on the back end that they could be expecting. Right. Or, That's the creative, uh, right. the creative, the stars. You know, big stars like The Rock or you know Brad Pitt or something. A lot of those guys defer their salary to a back end points position, mm -hmm. right? And so suddenly, an entire revenue stream is gone. Right. Uh, and, and so how do we get paid? So their agent, you know, you can might, as you might imagine, their agents are up in arms over this whole uh, idea. And, but then, you know, on the other side, Disney came out last week. And of course, you know, Disney is the, is the uh, printing money, uh, even though they laid off thousands of people, their stock price wouldn't soaring because they've got all this, all these plans with all their content and we're going to put them in theaters and this vaccine's going to, you know, the business is going to be back when the vaccine's over and so on. So at least not everybody's lining up with Warner brothers to say, we're not going uh, into movie theaters anymore. I can honestly say that of all the things that I, there's a lot of things that I miss, but going to see a film, this uh, I, I've always cherished that it's been always very special and I don't do it enough. And like I indicated in the past, I, I'll never take that for granted again. Oh gosh. Just the, uh, uh, the, the, the spectacle of going out and yep. you're in a, in a place and you're uh, everybody's seen this. Most of the, most people for the first time, the reactions, the, it's just awesome. I've never, yep. ever grown tired of it. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, just like, 
just like live sports too. I mean, it's better with people and, and cheering and you get that right. energy and you get that feeling from sharing your, with your fellow human. Yep. Beings, and the spell which, of the story, spell the story is unbroken. Spell the right. story at my house. Every three minutes, one dog takes a dump, uh, a brother-in-law uh, farts, uh, whatever. Oh, Terrible. Something, something disgusting happens about phone rigs, idiot. <laughs> Bird hits a window. I don't know. Just a nightmare. And it's always terrible and sucks. Yes. And, uh, and so that's why. And plus the uh, enormousness of it, plus IMAX or something sound, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all uh, it's, it's the full package. You think about it. That is an entity that, um, well, for the, the if you think about it since the beginning of film to going to see a movie to now, that really hasn't changed that much, yet it's still attractive. You take like other mediums that ha are, are falling off like for, uh, radio for example it's like there's nothing special about that anymore there's nothing sexy films are still like that yeah you know, seeing them in person it's I, an unduplicated experience you can't yeah. get it any other way than uh, presented on the big screen like that music right is on. so personal and you know all of that uh, uh, competition wise but you know uh, 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 listen this today marks the beginning of the end i honestly believe that i think the vaccine uh as it rolls out however that uh, finally makes it to you know people like us uh whether it takes months or not i think by the end of 2021 do they not think yep. we can everybody that wants one can have one yeah absolutely and i expect uh that um, you are correct in that. I know I will be getting that vaccine. I will record it. I will post it. I'll do whatever I need to do to convince somebody to take that vaccine. I, I will be happy to do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I truly do. I might be, I, I, since I turned 65 this year, I might find myself in the, uh, one C category here, right behind, uh, what is that? The, I've just heard us, man. one of my <laughs> one of my other retired friends said that uh, he figured out he was in the one C category, whatever. Oh, that okay. Means. I didn't, if I didn't know they. All right. Apparently, somewhere out there's a rating service. Like if if one A is your frontline workers and and you know people that live in in nursing homes and and doctors right. and 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 people that work at Meyer, I don't know who exactly gets in that. Uh, and then, you know, more at risk people, obviously, first, and then the older people, second and right. third. And I, I guess there's a there's a rating service. Out. Sure. I did say it. last is podcaster. <laughs> so we're all doomed. No, I one kidney. Uh, just yeah. Podcasters last place. I'm not going to get the vaccine until like the next virus hits. <laughs> it's, it's contingent. If another virus hits, then I would be inoculated for this one. No, you, you, you get yours. You're getting old. You're not old, but you're, uh, you know. Yeah. So, Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, what's one of my favorite things to do is when I see a movie that you've talked about and then we kind of like backtrack on it, you know, yeah. cause yeah. we've done that before. Right. I saw a movie that I remember you talked about and you talked about one particular portion of it. And, uh, the film is Richard Jewell. I finally saw Richard Jewell. Nice, nice. The, the well, Olympic like Park bombing story sure. and how that guy was accused through the media and the FBI of something that he didn't do. Oh, God. Well, I really liked that movie. I really yeah. did. I really, I thought the guy who played Richard Jewell was fantastic. He was perfect. Uh, and Sam Rockwell, that might have been one of my favorite roles I've seen someone <laughs> do. The, this this loudmouth, curmudgeon-y, anger ball kind of a, a broke lawyer 
who hates everything, but somehow befriends Richard Jewell, that, that type of thing. Oh, that was just, I, I loved Sam Rockwell's character. But the thing that I that stood out to me was, and I remember you talking about this, Ron, in this film, they depicted Atlanta journal constitution uh, writer, Kathy Scruggs, I think is her name, something like that. Something like that. She was the uh, one in real life who supposedly leaked the story or I mean, she had a story leaked to her and then she blew the headline and that what got the ball rolling on this terrible circus of destruction about this guy being accused of something he didn't do. And the way they depicted her in the film as quite whorish and this super aggressive type of sexually charged tart who like works, works really hard, but will uh, uh, have sex to get a lead on a story. Well, that's not true. And oh my God, how strange is it that in a film, the irony here, where they're they're yes. discussing how the media ruins someone's life, the film defiles someone's name. Who she's dead. She died in 01 for I forget what. Oh my gosh, that was because I thought I, I went. There's no way that this woman actually exists in real life. And then I thought I remember Ron tell me there was some controversy and then i looked it up i was like yeah there's all sorts of controversy she was described as yeah she was like uh she would wear a short skirt and she would hang with the boys at the bar where the cops would hang out just to get like any type of uh, and she knew them all but there was not one single work person who w- would go on record and say yeah she's going around banging everybody so oh my god it was awful i couldn't believe how they depicted her to do that yeah you know, you know what uh, i give clint eastwood a lot of credit for uh, making good movies. He's a good storyteller, but every once in a while he gets things wrong. And, oh. and the beginning with his politics, I must say, but b- beside that, he, 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 he can occasionally get stuck in, in, in stereotyping some characters, for example, well, for, you know, artistic license, if he wants to call it that, but uh, it, it's, uh, sometimes he steps over the line. Well, the thing is though, he blamed Billy Ray, the guy who wrote it. He's like, I don't blame, it's Billy's fault. He wrote the movie and Billy's like, ah, what the hell are you talking about? I thought we had a, but it doesn't matter, Clint, your name's on the side. You're the one who said, this is good. Yeah, that's, let's do this. Let's go in this direction. I think it'll be just great. That drives me crazy. There's been a lot of stories in film where films have destroyed someone's name. You remember Cinderella Man? Oh, With, sure. With Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, and, and uh, they, they depicted Max Bear uh, as the, 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 the boxer that, would, right. like, that he fought. Mm-hmm. As like um, um, when he would fight because he killed somebody in the ring. He hit him so hard he, he died. They, they depicted Bear as like, yeah, I'm so happy I killed this guy. But that's not true at all. Max Bear didn't, didn't feel that way. And his son, Jethro, from the Beverly Hillbillies was like, yeah, I, I, I'll never understand why that happened. My, my dad wasn't like that at all. Yeah. But, yeah. No, no one ever accused Hollywood of getting it right every time. I mean, they, they do uh, quite often, especially when they're dealing with true facts, you know, loosely based on is one of those phrases and uh, based on a story that we heard uh, yep. might not have, might have changed a couple things, you know, that, <laughs> yep. that happens. That's interesting that you bring that up because it just popped into my brain. You know, there's a hit show out right now made by uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck Lorre. Is that the guy's name who did the Charlie Sheen show? Yeah. Two and a half men. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he has a, a popular show out right now. It's a sitcom called be positive about a kidney donor, about a guy trying to get a kidney. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I talked with my pal Jeffrey about this and he goes, yeah, 
I, it's a funny show. It's a sitcom, but I, I'm bummed out because they make dialysis look like a freaking nightclub because all these people are in dialysis and they're all like cracking yeah, jokes and stuff. And it's terrible. It's a nightmare. He's, he's describing. And uh, so he actually wrote the makers of the show saying, can you maybe just put a disclaimer? It, it might actually help people because you're making it seem like dialysis is a sweet, fun, happy alternative when your kidneys are destroyed. And he goes, and that, that hurts people like me who, who need kidneys donated to them. So I thought he had a pretty good point about it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're from the UK, you know that there's a big controversy over the crown that's now playing on Netflix about how the royals are portrayed or the government of the, of the United Kingdom. Uh, they want a disclaimer and the, in the, in the show, people, the showrunners said, nah, we're not going to do that. Ah. <laughs> You pay your money or takes your chances. You do whatever you want. You can just you know, say whatever you want. Who cares? You know, whatever. Uh, Truth be damned. Uh, well, well, I fell- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was watching the clock here because I know Gene's got to get going. Because Yes. I'm just enjoying listening to you two. Okay. Trust me. Uh, I figure if I stay quiet enough, I won't be associated with the podcast. Uh, I'll be able to get my vaccine sooner. So, <laughs> Are so you going to take my, it? So Are you- my, well, yeah, if I don't, you two guys will never forgive me. No, I'll we'll just beat you up. You will be on me. So, yeah, but I'm sure I'm way down the list. So I'm in, yeah. If, when it becomes available, I'm sure my wife yeah. will make me do it. Are you are you worried that it's because some of these some of these uh these these dumb hillbillies are saying things like, oh my god, it's gonna get me sick. Implant. Yeah, <laughs> have you heard yeah, that one a, yet? The chip I implant. No, what is that? What is oh they're saying that the government's going to implant chips with all into you with all of these vaccines so that they can track you and they know where you are. And I was like, come on. You I know? already have a chip implant. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, a phone, iPhone. And a car. I wish and, I was yeah. I wish I, I knew how to fight and had two kidneys because I would love to fist fight every single one of those morons. <laughs> I would love to just they're not going to hurt you. Don't worry about it. We'll get the vaccine and then, uh, you know, the natural selection will take well, care of it. Look, no, we only need seven out of 10. We need 70% of the country. Oh, that's herd that immunity. The, oh, that's, oh, that's herd immunity. That's herd immunity. Okay. So either they get it or, uh, and, and survive, or they get the vaccine that needs with a magic number is seven out of 10 Americans. All right. I'll do well, my start somewhere. And we we're, we started today. That's, that's the good news, right? Less people will die. Baby. Okay. Okay, boys, I appreciate you. Love you very much. We'll be in touch. Welcome back, Eric. Great job. We're so proud of you, all of us, man. Thank you. Thank you. I was glad to do it. Thank you. All right. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.